Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hi, people. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is Season Season 3 of Better Let Let Me Tell Tell You. tell you things shake 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 miami shake miami yes ladies and gentlemen shake miami shake miami it's miami shook oh damn that's right yeah earthquake were you well the tremors the tremors aftershock yes aftershock tremors earthquakes welcome to episode 55 everyone or 95 95. (laughs) i'm just purposely gonna stay in the 50s you know why not because if you notice, my 50 number is correct. Yeah, like you're, 55, you're 54, yeah. 54. For some reason, you are unable to move past. 55. Yeah. That's when I, That's gonna. what's going to happen when I turn 55. I'm going to be like, you know what? No, I'll change that when I turn 70. Why 70? I don't know. Because, you know, if you're 70, you can't say you're 55. You could um, get over a few years, but not, you know. Well, you know. Some parts of you could have Enough surgery. of that. So Miami, <laughs> welcome to episode 95, everyone. Yes, 95. So Miami shook yes, this tem- week. Temblore. I didn't know it could happen. I didn't really know it could happen either. Yeah, it was. So for those of you who don't know, there was uh, an earthquake what, in between Cuba and Jamaica, essentially. Yes. And so. It was 7.7. 7.7. 7. Really so, I mean, that area has been very active lately between Puerto yeah. Rico and now, you know, Jamaica and the Bahamas yeah. and Cuba. Yeah. And we felt like some of the aftershocks in Dadeland, in, in like in, downtown, in downtown and in Miami, Dadeland, which Dadeland. is which is far away. Yes, from yes the the epicenter of that. That is like crazy. You know what though? Oh, wait, wasn't there like a tsunami uh, worry? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but not for Florida, but for like the Caribbean. But the Caribbean. Well, no. Hello, the Caribbean. Uh, but um, but actually, you know it. I know everybody took a lot of precaution and they evacuated downtown Miami and a lot of different buildings throughout the city. But what you have to understand is buildings here are Are not not designed or built to withhold anything, any and nothing. They're they're built to keep out. 
yes, a storm. They're completely That's cement it. and concrete based. Yeah. Those things are not supposed to move. A primer tembleque, they will like bend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could just imagine. Yeah. So we have a super fun episode um, in store for you guys. A little bit yes. later, we are going to be joined by the awesome Tony <laughs> Rodriguez. Yes, on loan to us from Spanish Aki Presents from the West Coast. We had such a good time with him uh, when we were in LA, and yeah. Spanish Aki was so gracious to host us that, yeah. you know, since he was in town. We should make um, it a point, whenever any one of them is in town, you yeah. just have him on the show. Since Grab he's him. in town, we're like, hey, you got to sit down and and record yeah, with us. We didn't so really give him a choice. So he's going to be here in a little bit. Um, but first, we wanted to get a little bit updated with what's going on. So yeah, earthquakes in Miami. Yeah. I. I Mother <laughs> Earth is just pissed. Yeah. She's pissed. She's pissed. She's, she's coming, pissed. She's, she's coming with a vengeance. She's being Mariah. She's trying to shake it off. <laughs> or Taylor Swift. Ugh. Ugh. Um, Nobody should be Taylor Swift. It could be worse. I, you, know, you know, when you hate enough. on Taylor Swift, I always tell you, you know what? It I'm not a Swiffer worse. either, but it could always be worse. That's true. But, um, but anyway, when we can't um, have an episode this week without um, talking at least for a second, because there's really not much to talk about, but yeah. to just acknowledge and, you know, briefly mention the, the, the horrible, horrible tragedy with um, Kobe, Kobe Bryant and mm-hmm. his daughter, uh, Gianna, and the other, the other uh, and the, the other people on the plane as well. I mean, obviously because he's a celebrity, he gets mm-hmm. you know the coverage. It, the coverage, but I mean, there was like a family there, like the parents with their daughter, both parents. One, I don't know if they had any more children, but yeah, it's, it, it's just a horrible, mm-hmm. horrible tragedy. And you know, people, I feel that every time a celebrity dies, um, we we've kind of mentioned this before, but every time a celebrity dies, people take it so personally, like. Like if it's some a family member, mm-hmm. right? But you know, we for those people who don't understand that, it's like you have to see that whether it's an athlete or a musician or an actor, you know, when you're a fan of of someone and you look up to someone, that person in an indirect way is part of your life and part of your being, you know. Yeah. Um, and and also when when you see celebrities, especially like somebody like him, that he you know he was so good at what he did, mm-hmm. you kind of almost see them like non-human like you don't think about their mortality because mm-hmm. they're so amazing at what they do and just such badasses that right. you don't think of their mortality mm-hmm. um so i don't know i just think it, it was it was just absolutely terrible and yeah, it's horrible and, and that, that poor family what they must be going through i know hearts. all those families there was yeah. um they're not 100 percent sure mm-hmm. but have you seen the footage of his training camp uh mamba no Okay, so they were flying over to the his training facility, Mamba. Right. And because um, he often took helicopters. Oh, no, everywhere. He took everywhere. Whatever, yeah. So apparently Vanessa and I guess his other kids were already there. They had driven there. Oh. So yeah. This could have so been they were already worse. there. So there was somebody who was there in the courts because mm-hmm. it's an indoor training facility. Right. They were there in the courts. Um, just hanging out. They're hanging out with their yeah, friends yeah. and I guess recording stuff on their phone. And you hear somebody scream like in, in like far away, mm-hmm. but within the same facility, you hear right. somebody scream. And apparently they think that that's when she found out about the accident. So it's just terrible. You know, it puts things, you know, when stuff like this happens, it, it puts a lot of things he, in perspective. Our, it was our age. Our age. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, 
I don't think of him as our age, but I don't think of us as our age. No, it's true. You know what image of him I'll never forget? That he went to prom with Brandy. I had forgotten about that too. you mentioned. Yeah, he went to the prom with Brandy. Because <laughs> you know what the thing with him is that you forget how long he played ba- uh, basketball yeah, for. Yeah, he was a kid. Yeah, he was like 20 years. He was a kid when he started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 years. The thing is, at a 41, 40, well, he retired yeah. at like 37, 38. Yeah, I don't know. You at 41, yeah, I don't bet that on him. You, but but you, you know? think yeah. like, oh, he's still so young. What do you What do you mean mm-hmm. retirement? Yeah, not in sports, yeah. But um, no, I mean, there's some sports that, some people that go well into their 40s. Look at Tom Brady. Tom okay, Brady's but, 43. Generally speaking, that's but, the exception. But he started very young. That's the thing with him. He started very young, so you forget how long he was in the sport, and it yeah. was like twenty yeah. years. So you know, um, just a terrible, terrible tragedy. And I mean, again, there's not much to there's say, not much to add to it. Yeah. But um, it's funny because I've online I've seen a few memes, and I generally don't care too much for inspirational memes. Um, but there's one that said, um, which is very true. You don't know what what a blessing it is to get home from like Safe, work yeah, or, yeah. or like yeah, to just get home. What what what, what an um, underrated like blessing it is yeah. to get home like safely. Yeah, and it's true. It's true. I mean, that's something I think about all the time, actually. But but it's true. But anyway, um, so our condolences to all the families. Yeah, um, and that it, it was just awful. Um, bueno, que me dices del impeachment. Uh, at this point, I mean, I think it's been eclipsed by Kobe Bryant. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, the only thing I actually it's funny you, you mentioned that because I was reading up again at this point I look for just the tidbits that are gonna not make me want to gouge my eyeballs out um, and I did notice that they passed a lot of rules um, mm-hmm. obviously you know with what can and can't happen during the impeachment Moscow I, Mitch one uh, yeah I thought that was no not Moscow Mitch no 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 no, no. well yeah maybe he's gonna pass it but I'm I'm talking that um, so you know they don't let all cell phones and iPhones in it oh yeah. I didn't know that they were so strict that they only allow you to drink in a glass. You can't drink it in a bottle or a container. Water or milk. And Mitt Romney actually kind of got called out for it this week because he was drinking chocolate milk out of the bottle. And so he had to leave. So you could drink milk but not chocolate milk? You can drink chocolate milk but not in a bottle. Oh, okay. It has to be in a clear glass, and they had to inspect it. It's like, what the hell do they think is happening in these containers? But they allow fidget spinners? Do they? Well, there was uh, I forget who it was that got caught with a fidget spinner, like video of them, like during the testimony, well, just playing with a fidget spinner. If it's not in the uh, the rules, then I guess you can take it. Yeah, it, it, like I'm like really, esta gente tiene una ley para la leche. Like I mean, hasta, hasta I just eso think it's embarrassing. Llegado. It really is. That's that's why that's what I chose to focus on. And the whole world is watching and it's embarrassing because I'm of the opinion, I'm of the opinion that if in fact, and this is from the Republican standpoint, he is innocent and he did not do what he's being accused to, that he did. Then you should be confident in your case and you should let whatever evidence there is be presented. Well, that's a standard, that's a standard position I take on any Court proceeding. Well, yes, I'm saying, I'm saying, well, I'm saying. I, I yes, take that yes, but but here, here, you know, as I mentioned last week, the rules of civil procedure procedure don't yes, apply. But in that essence, it, but it's, but it's like again, if if you're so confident that he didn't do what they said he he's being accused of doing, then the evidence will show it and be confident in your case. Yeah. But this whole thing that now they're not letting Bolton. Um, testify and he was michael bolton (laughs) and he was a material witness like allegedly he was there like when this may have 
or not being have not been right, said. Right, right. So I mean, can you imagine that happening in real life in a trial? Like that would be causes for like um, the judgment to be thrown out uh, like, before it even went any further. Yes, like for either for a directed verdict. Well, not even a directed verdict. That that would be a mistrial. Yeah, it'll be a mistrial. That's a mistrial like right um, so I mean, it's just it's crazy like what they're doing, and I just I don't know I I. I, I try to see this from an unbiased way. And, you know, I was having a conversation the other day with someone that said that even if the evidence shows that he was doing this, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. And, you know, other presidents have done worse. And I'm like, right, but other, whether other presidents have done worse or not, where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. Because you're talking about the presidency of the United States. This person is held to a higher standard as well he, he or she should be, mm-hmm. right? So where do you draw the line? Like where where is there an accountability factor? When people make statements like that, I often wonder how they view those things in their personal life. If it's it's okay because I did it, but not if someone else did it. Or if they truly try to hold themselves to a certain standard or if they're just full of shit in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I genuinely believe that because, you know, it, it, it's that standard of like, you know, oh, es un ladrón. And then, you know, you find out that your family, well, no, you, like somebody in your family did it. It's like, no, porque tenía que darle comida a los niños. You know, it's like you, you try to like mitigate. And those are horrible examples. But I, I wonder if people who say things like what you were saying apply that same mentality within their own life where it's just like you know well and i didn't embezzle i just took what was owed me i didn't get a raise <laughs> and 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 also you know maybe you remember this or maybe you don't because mm-hmm. remember you know you know I've, I've been a political animal for a while mm-hmm. um since you were a calf when when bill clinton got impeached in 1998 mm-hmm. maybe you remember maybe you don't i actually voted for bill clinton i like bill clinton mm-hmm. i was a dem- well, i was a democrat i am a democrat but I don't know if you recall me saying that I was like, he perjured himself. So he should be impeached. Now, whether he should be removed or not, that's a discussion that we can have. Right, right. You know, but he should be impeached. He perjured himself. And that's not okay. Well, it's not okay for anybody to perjure themselves. But especially and, at that level. And as little Kim will tell you, you better tell the <laughs> truth when you're in, you know, when you're up on the, you know, and and there's a difference between, you know, like I always tell people when I prepare them for, right. for a, a, a sworn statement, I always tell them like, listen, you can't lie. But there's a smart way about telling things, right. about way, saying things. There, there's a way that you could say things. Without that, saying things. With, without saying things, but there's a way that you could say things that are to your benefit and, you know, help you without lying. Right. Or there's right. certain ways that you can answer something, techniques, right. without completely spilling the beans. I mean, in layman's terms, it's about the glass being half full versus half And you're not per se lying. Right. right. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that... I, I just will not understand this whole scenario we're living in. Why all these Republicans, I don't know if they're afraid of him. I think they are. I think they are. They're afraid of him. And I don't know why. Because they're, you don't know why? Well, in because what regard, will, like, like what does he have against you? Well, it's not so much what he has against you. It's the power that he has. He has a lot of people that support him, that blindly, blindly. support blindly. him. Yeah. And, um, you know, with Twitter, he goes after you and that barrage of people start like then going after you online and it, it becomes a thing. It right, becomes a right. thing. That's why I urge everybody, I said it last week. But I'll say it again. I urge everybody to please, please, 
please watch on um, PBS. It, it was on PBS on Frontline, but now you could just go to YouTube and look up Frontline PBS. They have the whole episode. Oh, wow. Um, there, it's two episodes, two hours each, so it's four hours. It's a little bit of a commitment, but it's a fantastic um, documentary about the political division currently in the United States. And again, it's very fair. It doesn't paint one to be a god right, and the other right. one to be the devil. Right. I mean, it, it gives pros and cons on each one of them. So um, I urge everybody to please watch that because it gives everybody a good perspective of where we are and how we really need to get our shit together. Yeah, no, you're not wrong, but, you know, it is what so, it is. Anyway, well, is it time for Tony? It is almost time for Tony, right after we hear from, uh, we take a little break, we hear from our sponsor, and then we'll be back with Tony. Hey everyone, this is DJ from Pero Let Me Tell You, and if you've been following us since the first season, you probably remember that once upon a time I had really long hair, and I've made no secret uh, that I'm really picky about my hair and who cuts my hair and so on and so forth. So that's why I'm really excited to tell you guys today about Mankind Grooming. Uh, Mankind is just not any barbershop. It really is an experience. Um, aside from getting a great haircut and a beard trim, Mankind also has a full spa for men. You can have a manicure, a pedicure, a massage, a facial, and a bunch of other services that they offer at their spa. And even better is that they have a bar and a pool table. So you could have a drink, you could shoot some pool while you get a massage and you cut your hair. Maybe not all at the same time, but it certainly is an experience. And there really is, there are not a lot of places in Miami that offer this experience. So I really recommend you guys to check this out. Plus all first time clients can get 25% off any service. That's right, 25% off. So if you're looking for a unique grooming or spa experience, you definitely need to check out Mankind Grooming Services. Visit mankindformen.com today for more information and tell them, pero let me tell you, sent you. Oye, mi South Florida gente, this year, we here at Pero Let Me Tell You are teaming up with the Kiwanis of South Florida for several Carnaval Miami events and can't wait to see all of you out and about. The first of these events is Miss Carnaval Miami taking place on February 8th at the Manuel Artime Theater. The Miss Carnaval Miami competition is all about finding this year's ambassador to the Carnaval events. These young ladies are competing for the opportunity to demonstrate their strength and pride in being Latina and giving back to their community by participating in several charitable partnerships. And you can witness the start of that journey by attending the Miss Carnaval Miami competition on Saturday, February 8th. Visit Miss Carnaval Miami 2020.eventbrite.com for tickets, and you never know which of these events we might just pop up at. Today, we are super duper, end of January. duper excited because joining us for our episode today, we have our co host. Yes, all the way from Los Angeles, fresh, kind of fresh off his <laughs> role in Netflix's East Siders and co starring against Idina Menzel in. Crosswalk Musical Theater. Wow. Tony Rodriguez from Hola, Spanish Lucky Presents. Welcome, Tony. Some of you may remember That's Tony. That's a hell of a buildup. Come on. Yeah, That's a yeah. hell of a buildup. And I shouted over you as you said the name of my podcast. Some Spanish of Lucky you Presents. may remember Tony when we 
uh, a few episodes back when we had our West Coast episodes. Yep. Uh, pero let me tell you, goes West, that we uh, recorded an episode with Spanish Aki Presents, which we've talked about this podcast a bunch of times on our podcast. Uh, Tony was, um, he's one of the uh, members of the group of uh, Spanish Aki Presents, and we freaking love those guys. So it's really an honor and a pleasure to have him join us on our show today. So, Tony, welcome back. Well, welcome, welcome back, you know. But no, I've, I, yeah, I flew to Miami. I'm here with you guys. I loved being with you guys. You guys are super fun. It's a shame that we have a country separating us. Yeah, I know, right? Um, we're like today's political divide. <laughs> so, anyway, Tony, we are thrilled to have you back on the show. Yes, and we can't wait to go back to L.A. and have you guys. Actually, not only have you guys on the show again. Because at this point, you're—I mean, you're. This is you officially saying you're the Justin of Spanish Like He Presents and going out on a solo career, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's uh huh. Yeah. Wait, if you're the Justin of the group, who's the Chris? Rise. Rise is gonna be Chris Kirkpatrick. I'm sure she's gonna have something to say about that. She's the only one with the long hair. That's yeah. <laughs> That's the factor that you took. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I'm going with. Mm -hmm. And what about the other two? Um, Carlos, Oscar. You know what? I'm going to go with Oscar being the JC, just because Oscar has a background as a dancer, and I feel like mm -hmm. JC could dance. Very good. This is, wow. And then I'm going to put Carlos as Joey, just because Lance is gay and Carlos isn't. And so I'm just going to go that. I'm going to go by, by default. Yes. Okay. So, so for those people who did not hear our episode, just give us a little bit of background of what have you been up to and, you know, where we could see you in and bring us that. up to date, sir. Sure. Well, as you mentioned before, I'm wearing, <laughs> currently wearing a romper on Netflix's East Siders. It's a cute romper. It is a very cute romper. I did not get to keep it. And it's then right. I go to a sex clinic later and not that romper. Um, and this is all in the context of the show. Uh, like, sure. Okay. <laughs> yes, uh, context of show okay I'm, got it got I'm it. definitely doing uh, air quotes <laughs> um, Spanish IQ presents we are we're not at 95 episodes that's amazing you guys are almost in syndication soon we'll be on the WB <laughs> the WB podcast <laughs> all day long yeah man it's been a hustle to get 95 episodes yes, but here we are we are at I don't know we're about 26 in oh you know what I mean, you're about 30 maybe Ooh. At, at, at most by, by, by at this point, at I this think point, you're about 30-ish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's yeah. yeah. I think we got a healthy amount behind us. Yeah. Healthy amount ahead of us. We got some great guests coming That's up. It. And it's four of you. It takes a hell of a lot of time to coordinate two of us. Yeah. I don't. So four of you is by a uh, roll. Like, if we want an award, I think we should all just give it to Riza and let her keep, take it home because she's the one that like, <laughs> guys, we have to like coordinate our calendars. Okay. Because like this, we got to like, blah, 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 you know. I don't mind doing my eye. No, that was a good rise. I got enough Miami out of it. You yeah. did? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, I haven't lived, me, Tony, I'm going to talk like this if I can. But, like, I have not, like, lived in Miami for, like, over 20 years. If that's, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So. But does it ever really go away? Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. But, like, I only, like, I went to, like, middle school and high school here. How long could I keep that up? I don't think What middle I could. school and high school did you go to? I went to Palmetto. You went to Palmetto, all and right. FC Martin for sixth grade. Is that still okay. a thing? What is that? I'm not sure. Wow. So I uh, Palmetto Elementary did not have a sixth grade when I was there. Right. So they bust us all to FC Martin, which I have to look up what Oh, it's probably what happened to us. 
Remember that I wasn't we, bust anywhere. No, 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 no. But we were the first <laughs> sixth grade class of middle school, and there were a lot of schools who oh, didn't have sixth grade yet wow. that they had to like send the kids somewhere else. That yeah. was right after Prohibition, 1990. Wow, right <laughs> yeah. after Prohibition, yeah. Florida gets things later. Sometimes it's a little bit, a okay. little bit, a little bit. <laughs> and then Palmetto, Palmetto grad, baby. Yeah. Public high school. Jeff Bezos, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pedro Zamora went to my high school. Pedro went to Palmetto? Pedro. Yeah, he came to talk to my school. Uh, Did my he really? Class. Yeah, he was. I've talked about this before with. I, He was the first out gay man I ever met in my wow. life. I still remember it very. I remember thinking how brave he was. Wow. First of all, to talk to middle schoolers. It's kids. Yeah. To yeah. kids, first of all, and then like some, you know. Oh, anyway. Wow. Yeah, no, that's he was wow. a true hero. Well, that took a turn. So um, him and Jeff, yeah. <laughs> a little somber there. <laughs> uh, but also another graduate, I'll say this. State Senator, my brother, Jose Javier Rodriguez. Yay. Oh, yay. yay. Yay for democracy at work. Democracy, and he's a Democrat. I should <laughs> underline that because in Florida, I think you should, I guess you should be like party forward. I just made that up. Like who the, right? Because it's a purple state. Is it? Is it? Is it? Listen, depends on what area you're I in. Will, I feel I'm in a sea of red because I've always been uh, mm. de- a Democrat. Always, always. I've Even when I was a kid. I remember. I, I remember being a kid, mm-hmm. like being nine years old and like the Bush, Bush the first and Dukakis running for president and me being like, I don't know why I like this Dukakis more, more than Bush. And not really understanding. It's because you like stuffed grapes. Not really understanding politics at eight <laughs> or nine years old, but I don't know. I always felt like a Democrat in this sea of. Republicans. Okay. But, you know, that only makes us stronger, right? Uh, I'm an independent, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is my a non-committal. Non-committal? <laughs> a non-committal gay? Um, so, just a gay? Is that... no. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Although, you, as we were waiting for you to come, <laughs> uh, you were celebrating three years with your boyfriend? It's been three years. It was three years this past July, yeah. Oh, I thought it was today, and I'm like, you're having us over? <laughs> no, 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 no. And the, th- and the funny thing is that we, so it was like in July, but we can't remember exactly when, so we've just decided July 4th. Can't you just go on Scrub and like look, just- at your, <laughs> look at your messages? That would work if I hadn't deleted it. Oh. <laughs> I so know. Also, it's a commitment. So wait, you're sharing the day with the nation's birthday? Can you think of a better day? Uh, Tristan shares his day with Jesus. He went <sighs> up to you. That child always has to one-up me for everything. (laughs) Everything. Wait, your son? Yes. Was born on Christmas Day? On Christmas Day. Day. Oh. No, no, no. No, no. no, It's a pain in the ass, actually. For you. For me. But anyway, let's go back to Palmetto. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Who else graduated from Palmetto? Oh, me. You. You know what? But I feel that Palmetto is like one of those schools like everybody wants to go to Palmetto. Do they? No, really? Palmetto? I'm not saying that to be funny. Palmetto actually is always in the U.S. News World Reports uh, in the top 10 or top 20 best public schools in the country. Mm -hmm. They are also the public school in Florida where more kids go to Ivy League schools. Um, Going to Palmetto is actually a really big deal. And... In fact, it's so hard to get into Palmetto that if you, when you are matriculated to go there, they actually go and audit that you live where really? you live. Oh, yes. Because everybody oh, wants I to go to Palmetto. This. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's because we went to Southway. Oh, Southway. That's why you guys are Southway Sedas. Yes, we are. Southway Sedos. I don't, what's the proper term? <laughs> How do you identify? Southway Sedex? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so let me ask you this, though. I mean, you know, I know you've been gone 20 years, and you know, one of the things in our podcast is that you know we love to celebrate, obviously, Miami and our culture and all that. What are the things that you missed 
about Miami, or at least at the beginning did miss? In the beginning, from Miami, I moved to New York City. So right away, you know, I'm talking to talk about the weather. Yeah. Right. Uh, I do miss that, like, warm blanket feeling of the humidity of Florida. Ugh. I do. Well, when you leave it, when you leave it and come back, I like you can feel it. it when you're not even off the plane. It's like, oh, that tropical swampy <laughs> air is out there. Give it to me. <laughs> I miss the food. I'm in LA now, and it's rare to find. Like you can't find Cuban bread, Cuban crackers. You have to like. We're gonna send you some guinda. Oh, I you will? I will, we will. We will send you some guida. We still owe you some hupinha from yeah, from, from, hupinha. from when we were out there in LA. That's like, like seven months ago. I was like, que pena. Oh, que pasa pena. Right. We promised them hupinha. We didn't give them hupinha. I forgot to be mad at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got whiskey now. You should be all right. I am very happy right now. All right. Um, I miss, I miss, it's, there's nothing like it, but also I'm going to, I have to say, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I could live here. Really? Now. And I don't know if that's, if, if it's, um, oh my God, I was going to say it's because my, because it, it felt like a home and then I made a home elsewhere. Yeah. So right, it's a right, nice place right. to revisit. It's a nice touchstone for me. It's like me. a nostalgia element. It's nostalgia. And I don't know if over time you start to lose that feeling of home mm-hmm. and it starts to become, I associate it with seeing family and revisiting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get it. Because my friends sort of dissipated from here. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's sort of a, a family touchstone for me now. And I don't know. I guess that's it. That's not... It's not home anymore. Oh. No, no. Well, I mean, you've been that's you've been so gone for, for a while. Sadly, and we get it. You've created a life somewhere else. Right. That's right. Okay. Right. Yeah. How long have you been in LA now? I've been in LA nine years, and I was in New York for twelve years. So, where what wow. did you find the trans? Did you find the transition from? Because we we have an opinion about this, and we'll talk about it later. Because first, it's more because that's what we do. We have opinions um, about everything. <laughs> uh, did you find the transition from Miami to New York harder than New York to LA? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm gonna say the Miami to New York was easier, but also that was youth <laughs> i think okay but also i was like ready to like go to the big apple and make you know conquer make, that conquer broadway exactly and, and all of it. yeah and then i just went off off broadway that's what well I listen we, you can't go more off broadway than we are right now which is coral gables right well it's true <laughs> off ponce leon off ponce. We're yeah. off ponce. We're so far <laughs> off it's yeah <laughs> But guys, you're in, you're on the WB. You're almost in syndication. <laughs> almost in syndication. Who almost, cares about almost. Broadway? Damn it, Tony! Don't jinx the syndication deal. We're so close. Oh, or, 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 we're trying to get signed by Disney Plus. Yes. So. Oh my God! Well, they're running out of shows. They all get all. Or, or you know, Earwolf. If you're looking to branch out to the south, we're here. <laughs> I'm just saying. To the, to the, to the east. The south I'm just saying, east. southeast Earwolf. We're here. I'll uh, put in a good word for you. <laughs> you know why the reason I ask you is because I, I mean, I haven't lived in New York. I've, I've, I've visited New York and I grew up going to New York, but as big and as New York is, I, I find, I don't know. I find that there's a common thread between all like East coast mm. and West coast. is just another yeah. world. It uh, is. It really is. It, I mean, it, it yeah. is. And so I, like I often find like, that's why I wanted to know your take on it. Like from here to New York or New York to Miami, like where did you feel like the bigger, like the bigger change? Ooh, well, well, it's sort of what you just said. There is a common thread with East coast because mm-hmm. California was always exotic to me. Mm-hmm. And when I moved there, um, 
I just told actually like just a few weeks ago, someone I met for the first time at a party just like sized me up and went, "You're an East Coaster, aren't you?" Oh. And they're like, "You're," and I said, "Yeah." Well, yeah. How could you tell? And what right when they said that, I sort of like tried to like be chill, like I. Channeled my inner Mary, Marianne Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> and, and <they> went, <laughs> <laughs> the the, the uh, chill force is going to come in him because there's, we gotta pray. There's evil forces out oh there. Oh my god! Yes, yes. And I don't know why she's still not running. Is she still running? I, is she? Is she? I think she is. She I think is. she is. She is. She is. The, the, the person who recently dropped out was Julian Castro, who you guys yes. have had uh-huh. on your show. Yeah. 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 That was a great interview, by the way. Thank you so much. That was really great. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really proud that I got to ask him what his drag name would be. I'm <laughs> genuinely proud of that. And I'm forgetting what it was. <laughs> he said, how about El Presidente? And I said, how about El Presidente? Hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it was super fun. I'm glad he was in the race. Yeah. I, I didn't read the editorial, but I did read the title in the did New you read York the, Times. The, the clickbait? Is that what the you read? The clickbait, yeah. Uh, it said, whatever it was, it said um, Julian Castro might be more valuable out of the race. He than is. In it. He is. In what I sense? actually think he is. In what, in what You're asking me? Uh, whoever wants to answer. I didn't read the article. Okay. The oh, thing, okay. Then you. That's my default. The problem with Julio Castro's a campaign in terms of a presidential campaign where everything has to be a certain way and mm-hmm. you can't think too outside of the box. He was really pro- proposing some reforms that for the establishment, whether that be the liberal or conservative mm-hmm. establishment, will make their head twist. Like he was saying something that the caucus should not start in Iowa and New Hampshire because Iowa and New Hampshire are not a representation of how well, multicultural the United States is. No, I agree with that. I, but I the, agree. the I thing is true. that to take that on as a presidential candidate. You know, you know, as you're running, it's like yeah, probably luck. suicide. And he, unfortunately, he was not able to get more than like 2%, um, pull more than 2%. Because again, you know, people in the establishment were like poking fun at him. But, you know, that's the problem when you want to change something. You get a lot of resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. So, sorry to go back to your California. <laughs> this is... Oh, oh, you've heard the show, right? This is this is how this oh, works. Yeah. We, yeah. Like, we, yeah. we deviate and we... Yeah. I've heard your show. Yeah. I love your show. We're, we're kings of uh, the tangent. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you've heard our show, right? Oh, so... yeah, we have. And that's why we're still kind of bitter, even though you've retired doing theme songs of, <gasps> of Que Te Pica. Yeah. But we are so... Pi- we're still pissed. Of the Kegeta Bika. That you guys came up with that, and it was like right in front of our damn faces. Okay, fine. We're gonna give we're gonna give Tony the credit because he does the theme song. <laughs> ah, <laughs> um, or did I don't know. I, I don't know what the New Year's brought. I well, as of the re- this, recording, this recording in this moment, Ryza just texted Tony. You have because we have a super cut of all the theme songs that I did, <laughs> and that I, I have to Are now you be do in- like a mega mix. <gasps> Let's do that. Let's do a mega mix. How about the mega mix is the new? (laughs) Get like a Thunderpuss Club mega mix. I don't know what Thunderpuss is, but I'm into. I just I like the way you just said it. For some reason, when I I thought thought you were gay, I thought I thought of the glorious stuff of mega mix. (gasps) Wait, which one? The first one, the one that came out with her greatest hits. The first greatest hits. What? What if I got by somehow, or we got Gloria Stefan to record a theme song? And like it could be a cover. It could just be. Listen, she could just say the name of our just, podcast. Yeah, that's it. Like I don't need more than that. That's the theme like, song. Listen, if we ever get her on the show and she says, "Thank you for having me on Pedro," let me tell you that is that's the theme it. song. That's over it. and over. We'll figure out the beat to go behind it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's all we need. That's all we need. That's all we need. That's all we need. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh yeah, my like, God, Gloria was here. It, oh. I'm just curious. In the West Coast, is is she the icon that she is here? I okay. So she's an icon to like. I think she's a Latina icon. She's a Latina general, icon. Right. I remember we used to live in Mexico City. Oh wow! And I remember how long? Five years. Is it, you were like, we were little before kids. you started middle school here and all that. Is Correct. That yeah, yeah. We were like we moved around a lot, and then when we stopped moving, it was middle school and high school for us. Okay. My brother and I, Miami, but we spent several years in Mexico City. I remember I had my little boombox, and I would dance to Gloria, Madonna, and Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm a millennial, as, as you know. <laughs> so you're like 22, right? Clearly. Yeah. You're like... <laughs> yeah. The very worldly 22-year-old. I love listening to things on boom boxes. I love researching old, archaic... Uh, the archives. Music. Mixtapes. Yes. Mixtapes. <laughs> that you should change the name with Whiteout. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> or Liquid How Paper. How else? <laughs> Who calls it Liquid Paper, anyway? Stupid people. Oh, <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> I told you who invented Whiteout, right? Who? The mother of Mike Nesmith from the Monkees. What? Yeah, she's the creator of Whiteout. And he's like, the same way that Julia Louis-Dreyfus is like a multimillionaire heiress. Mm-hmm. Mike Nesmith is the heir to the Whiteout fortune. What is she the heiress to? What? What is? I don't her? know. I don't know. But she's, she's like gajillionaire. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Uh, what have we, I mean, we all. You, we say we all want it, and we mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be upset if I was an heir. No. No. Who would be? Shit. Now I'm gonna say I'm. I've never really thought this through. Now, Lies. of course, us sitting here now. Of course, we want a gajillion dollars now. Now, if we grew up with it, would we resent it? Would we? Would we resent that comfort I don't and think you could resent lack it of it, fear? It would just be what you know. Ooh. Tell that to these people in Schitt's Creek. <laughs> I just got into it. I, I just got, I just discovered it. That's such a good show. It, it's it's very Mo- good. Uh, Moira, Moira, Moira and her wigs. Yes. That she has names for yes. all of them. Oh, I'm trying to work on, I can't do it now. <laughs> well, that was a tease. I'm trying to do her the way she enunciates. I can't. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. No, Catherine O'Hara is a national treasure. She so is. In two countries. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw, and Tony, you should see this, and our viewers, you should see this, if you have 18 minutes, only 18 minutes to kill. I actually saw that Netflix uh, show that is explaining things, how they explain uh, the sport of cricket. You saw it? I saw it. You saw it? Okay, aren't, I didn't you, aren't you more it. confused now I, than you were before? I don't understand it. Are you and, really going to talk about sports right now? No, 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 no. no but Can I do cricket. anything else right no, no, now? No, 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 no but it's cricket. Don't, don't tell me to listen to sports no, no, and go, no, 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 no,
And now Nick Jonas is into it. He is? What? Is that like a, is like a condition of Priyanka marriage? <laughs> no, but Bollywood stars are used to promote it now. Oh, that makes sense. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Cricket, everybody should play it. <laughs> play it? I don't even know what the hell happens. Okay, so Tony, talk to us about SAG. Yes. SAG? Okay, SAG. So, you want me to talk about SAG? Okay, so we're just going to say it up front. AFTRA? <laughs> we're going to... AFTRA? Yeah. So how close are you to Gabrielle Carteris? Who? Isn't she still the president of SAG after? I'm so close to her. I knew who she was. Andrea from 90210. I don't remember. I never saw 90210. There's a big blind spot for me for like 90s soaps, and that's one of them. No Melrose Place? Nope. Although my, I swear I to God. I died a little. Well, little. hold on. You might die a little more, Mel. I'll tell you this. Because <laughs> at my apartment building in LA, which is, I've only lived in one place in LA for almost nine years. Wow. Anyone who comes into it, they go, oh, my God, this is Melrose Place. And I go, I know. And I've never seen it. <laughs> so you have, like, little rounded doors and all that? Sure. <laughs> like a pool in the middle? All right, so pool two in things, the middle. Pool in the middle. Two things from this interview. Number one, when we're in L.A. later this year, we plan on going. I'm is visiting there, your is apartment there, building. Is, yeah, is there a redhead? Is there what? Is there a redhead? Red Stay clear of her. Because you've never seen the show. She's either psychotic or planning to blow up the building. Who played her? Marsha Cross, <gasps> and then the other crazy one was uh, Laura Layton. Okay, I've well, heard all, of them. We all know what was under. I know that you don't know what's under the wig. You don't know what's under the wig. Wow, he really never saw my place. Wow, you didn't believe me until I repeated you. Just tell me. No, a because line people, I, even people who didn't see Melrose Place, know about what's under the I've wig. I've never seen a frame of it. All right. Two Not of, a frame. So the first thing is I'm we're visiting your apartment building because yes. I need but to you take know pictures. What? You know what? And I'm sending you links. But before actually, you know no, what? No, I have no, DVDs. Actually, I'm gonna wait. send home. But before I, uh, he yeah, watches, okay. before I'll the, watch them after my SAG screener. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what? Before he watches Marlboro's Place and 90210, he should watch Acapulco Heat. Acapulco Heat. Yeah, with, that's moving to the top of my queue. With what with is uh, this? with if nothing uh, else, the theme song. Uh, uh, no, with Fabio. With Fabio. I was thinking Franco. Like it's Franco. It's a Franco. Acapulco Heat The is... theme song Actually okay I don't know because You didn't know who Thunderpuss was But do you know Pepper Mache No She sings Let's get soaking wet No No Oh god I question So okay, many so... She sings the theme song For Acapulco Heat And it sounds like a Like a, like a gay club banger But is instead, what it sounds like Instead Instead It's a Sing it for me It's a, it's a, it's a I will It's a <laughs> Take on Baywatch, but just with They're spies. even worse actors. They're spies. And Fabio's in it, and it's, it's one- wonderful. Where can it's I wonderful. find it? Oh, it's on Amazon. Amazon. Acapulco Heat? Acapulco yeah. Heat. All okay. four seasons of it. Again, I'm going to send you the link to the theme song. The theme song is like... It, 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 I the, love theme, the theme songs. Song is, actually, we use it as the outro for one of our shows. Yeah. <laughs> just as a placer for when Gloria does it. Exactly, right? exactly. Right. You know, it's it's Acapulco Heat and Gloria Estefan. Right. <laughs> yes, that's the... Okay, so actually, seriously, something I want to... I, I really wanted to bring up with you because when we... <clears throat> so I had been to LA a bunch of times and so had Ish. But when we went to LA this time... We we kind of like thought you know we we went under different circumstances because yeah. it was up for the podcast and schedule. all that. So <laughs> mm-hmm. one of the things that we always talk about here in, in in our show, and specifically pertaining to Miami or South Florida, is the Hispanic experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what does it mean to be in in Miami or South Florida? Cuban, Puerto Rican, Venezuelan, Peruvian, Colombian, right, whatever. Right. And something that we kind of we took from California is that we thought the experience was very different. So 
I, I, I would love to pick your brain to like, how, how do you compare the Latin or, you know, Hispanic experience of Miami or, you know, having grown, growing up in Miami versus the West coast, California, LA specifically. Oh, and now I want to pick your brain, but I'll say what I think first. Cause you asked okay. me first. I feel like in Miami, it's like in the air. You can't. Yeah. Even uh, I, I would imagine a non-Latinx person would just feel it. I mean, there's the signs are in Spanish. Everyone's speaking in Spanish. It's almost like a Latin American city. Right. And I've never been to Puerto Rico. I got. I want to go. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, amazing. I mean, how how similar is Miami? To well, I mean, like American chains. Well, I mean, I, I've only been to San Juan. Right. I, I mean, it's a very different. You just said that with a Cuban accent. Well. <laughs> Well, I believe it's San Juan. San Juan, Saint John. That's Saint how Laura Jern would say it. That's how I prefer it. San Juan, Puerto Rico. That's that's where we're talking San about. Puerto Rico. That's um, how J-Lo would say it. I, I feel. <laughs> and then there is, welcome to my Puerto Rico. Oh, that one. That? We laugh. When Ricky Martin was in his initial heyday oh. in English, he did this like tourism for the Puerto Rico yeah, Chamber of Commerce or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they would put these commercials here. And, you know, he would be in them and it was about Puerto Rico. And he's like, welcome to my Puerto Rico. And the video, the commercial is really about him. <laughs> uh, speaking about making things about you, my very first concert was Menudo. And was when I was it? a child in Mexico. Yeah. In the soccer stadium in Mexico City. But was it? Was it? Was <laughs> what it? lineup? Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So as you were I'm saying. I'm a Gen X annual. So as you, as, as you were saying. So as, it was MDO. As you were saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Is that Melrose Place? What is that? <laughs> I think in LA, and this I hate what I'm up. I'm taking my glasses off. I'm, I'm blinding myself so that I get this out of my mouth. You know, I keep looking at that's your phone, right? Yeah. I keep looking at your phone because of the cover, and I keep thinking that's the first generation iPhone. No, it's the cover. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, the back of the first generation. I was like, man. I take previous generations and take their skins for covers. Okay, Hannibal. Okay, so as you were saying. Um, Anthony Hopkins won an Oscar for like 12 minutes of screen time or something like that. Anyway. But is it Judy Dench's four? No. There's a there's a shorter one. Shorter than Judy Dench and Shakespeare oh, Love? Oh, yes, there is. Best Supporting Actor in the movie, the one, uh, I'm not going to take it anymore. Um, Network? News, Network. The lady who won Best Supporting Actress there was on screen, I think, for like That's less right. than 180 seconds. You're right. 
Are you yeah, serious? It's one it's, scene. It's one it's scene. One her scene. telling off her husband. Yep, it's that's one scene. She won an Academy Award. It's one for scene. But let me tell you, I'm talking about best actor. Yeah. Like the color. But let me tell you, I would have loved to have seen J Lo do that. That's awful. Oh my god. You know, god. all I remember from Eta. The the movie you should do with George Clooney. I hope that if we ever get her and she decides to listen to the show what before was it? agreeing, what was it's it? not this one. <laughs> what I remember about that movie was her, Jack, drop the gun. Drop the gun, Jack, yeah. out of sight. Yeah. Oh. Drop the, ju- the gun, well, because, Jack. Because, you know, a national agent has to be, you know, very cool. Okay, so we keep interrupting him. But, well, you were going to say that you even took off your glasses. I mean. <laughs> you put them back on. That's how it was your interruption. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking, back, I'm taking them back off so that listeners know I don't, I can't see what I'm. I truly am rubbing my temples as I say this. In LA, I guess I'm like focused on my career. And when I moved there, I I did the CBS Diversity Showcase. And at the time, the producer didn't know what to do with me because I was Latino and gay. And now we're having a moment. We really are having a moment of every kind of POC, let's Mm -hmm. say, person of color, coming out and like, we are here. We're in the America. We have right. stories. Let's. We matter. And I feel like it's it's strategic, almost in LA. I don't. I hate. I just got asked. In what way? Like what do you mean strategic? It's, it's sort of. It's almost like a political game. It's politics to be Latinx or to talk about it. You have to you. I, it's not org- organic inclusivity. It's calculated. It can be. But, for example, the so uh, we're talking about podcast Latinx podcast Spanish Aki presents. Right. We or the, the four hosts we are organically started performing together. We organically formed a group together. Right. And I'm so happy that we have a show. I'm so happy that you guys have a show that we're like coming together. We're we're, we're organically meeting other Latinx content creators and hosts and actors, writers, all that stuff. But the genesis of the the product is is political. It's it's calculated. Earwolf went, oh, we don't have a, you know, we don't have this okay, show. Right. We need to check this box off. However, well intentioned, it's a fucking. Oh, we don't. We're looking right. at a paper. Right. And this box doesn't right. And that's why we have a show. Cal- you're cal- not wrong. Calculated inclusivity. You're not it's wrong. Like, calculated inclusivity. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I well, I've worked in marketing, and I mean, for the longest time, <laughs> no, for the longest time, it's like it, it's been like. Oh, no, we do multicultural. No, you check the box and buy BET, Univision, and Telemundo. Mm. You're not multicultural. Mm. You're checking the box. Which which, which on, is fine. You it could be, be well-intentioned. Like, oh, my God, we're not doing this. Not, Let's do it. Right. But it's still calculated. Right. Right? Yeah. It's, more than just the, it's more than just checking the box. Right. We're here. The, I mean, come on. We right. are the box. Yeah. This is the box. Like, I hate, in Miami. I hate that, like, still to this day, you'll watch a show or, or even a movie and they'll be like, oh, because you're Latina, right? And you or, just shimmied when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, or like if it's the gay character, now instead of the token black character, you have the token gay character. And yeah, as you say, I feel that it's it's very calculated. Like, okay, we got to include everybody in here. So let's have this person and that person and that person. Um, yeah, that sucks. Mm. <laughs> I know. But do you feel that that's... But it can lead it, to good things. Has, has, it no, been, has it been a positive in your yes, experience? It has been a positive thing because it has opened the door to be able to, you know, share stories, share opinions. 
Uh, it, 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 it has. It has. I get very frustrated on it because sometimes I see these type of things through my own eyes. And, I, and I've always thought, you know, I, I, I personally have always gone on out of my way to not be ignorant and to, like, learn and expand and not be, like, you know, think outside the box. Mm -hmm. So it just, sometimes it's like, okay, but really, like, really, you had never thought about that before? Like, you had yeah. never thought about that, like, people that speak Spanish or, you know, um, from wherever act a certain way or are could a certain way could be blonde i mean yes exactly could be blonde you know so yeah. as simple as that yeah yeah, yeah. you know sofia yeah. vegada had to dye her hair dark yeah. because she was blonde and signed something legally that told her she had to talk in his accent over them yeah which well if you pay me what they're paying her i'll, I'll, I'll do, do whatever it accent i'll do it yeah. well the, the the reason i, I wanted to it. ask you that is because you know obviously us being from from florida and South Florida. South Florida. Uh, yes, South Florida. <laughs> that matters. Well, I think that if our audience does not no, know no, that no, by no, now. No, because I mean, like, the, as we, we always said, the further north you get, the further south you get. So The experience here is is very different because, like, I feel that in in South Florida, in Miami, the, the Latin experience is very different than in, in L.A. I feel that in L.A., correct me if I'm wrong. I feel that in LA, like for example, you guys use the term Latinx a lot, right? Yes. And I remember when Oscar was talking about like how what it meant to him and all that, and and you know I was very like interested in his perspective on it. That's a term that here it's not used mm -hmm. at all. Like no, I mean you may hear it often, every now, but, but it's not but used it's at Latino, all. Latino, Latina. In, in fact, not even Latino. Like Latino is really not used here. No, no, Most no. people say in in Miami Hispanic. Right. Yeah, they don't. But say if they're Latino. speaking in Spanish, they'll say no, because soy Latino. They won't say Hispano. So that's when you hear Latino more. You hear Hispanic, right? In but yeah, Latino and Hispanic. Yeah. Right. But yeah. in the context of usually of referring to oneself, yeah. they use his Hispanic. Hispanic. Yeah. Um, and I thought that that was like really like kind of interesting. Um, we don't really use that term here, and I find also here that like, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel that like in the West Coast, maybe it's because it's predominantly Mexican. Mm. But everybody kind of falls under that Latino mm -hmm. or Latinx umbrella. Mm -hmm. Like we're all like, mm -hmm. we're all like one. Whereas here it's like, no, like the Cubans are the Cubans. The Colombians are the Colombians. Now we live harmoniously and we eat each other's foods and we love each other's restaurants. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you see what I'm trying to say? Everybody, everybody's similar, but very like independent at the same yes. time. Very identified. Yes. Yes. Now would you, there are Mexicans here, right? Very little. Very little. Is it fair to say that the Hispanic, which you could, which some would argue, oh, it's more encompassing, mm -hmm. but for, let's say, native Mexican cultures, that is where the Latinx term comes into play because it's, I guess, it's Latin America, and it's yeah. not necessarily Hispanic, right? Mm -hmm. But it's language. Um, and also... <laughs> in LA, trying in a super blue state, or not blue, yeah, blue state, yeah, yeah. blue you're, city, you're blue, yeah. very like aware of how we're selling ourselves and how we're pitching ourselves, and it is the most it's the most inclusive term for gender identity. But here, it would be like a case by case basis, like mm -hmm. like you were saying, I'm Latino, yeah, I'm Hispanic, yeah. we're not like also. I'm gonna say this: Can we just say Latin America? Yeah. Latin Thank Americans? you. Yeah. It which is gender neutral, right? Thank you. Yeah. It already exists. No, you know what? That's why we asked that question with you were with you guys because the term Latinx to us again because it's not really used here. 
I want to, you know, I want to, I don't want to dismiss it because I don't, I don't want to be that person that dismisses it, especially if it's something that people be, could be identified for, you know, or, or feel very close to that term. If that's how you term. feel, we will but, use it. But, but I, I was making it more to make the distinction that it's interesting how the same type of people can can be so different just in different coasts because again that's yeah. a term that miami which is predominantly a hispanic or latin or latinx cuban you know, Cu- right cuban it's a spanish latin american practically city yes. how th- that term is not used here that's it, that's that's very interesting to me yeah yeah oh. it's not, it's not. <laughs> i mean i i, I don't can't think of I mean, ever since we we did the pod, started the podcast, we've yeah. been to a lot of like community events. Like, and nobody really uses it. Nobody uses it here. In I mean, you get Florida. the you get the offhand. Actually, you know what? No, because I'm even thinking there's there's a couple of improv theaters, and even they don't use it. Which is, I, I for some reason I think of them as progressive for whatever mm-hmm. reason, and they use like Latino. The closest the closest that we come here is that I feel that most people here of a Hispanic um, or Latino background, we all in common agree that we're Miamian. Like we're Miami. Like, okay. like if we were like a separate, yeah. like another box on the census. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Latino. I'm not Hispanic. I'm from Miami. I'm, I'm from Miami. Like, <laughs> are what, we what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Are we representing Miami Xers? Exactly. <laughs> Miamics? <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. So I found that like I found that very interesting when we were out in LA, you know, because you know, when you're around you're you're used to like your community and your people and you step outside the box and you see other people's take on it. It's it's very interesting. So that's why I wanted to pick your brain on that. This obviously. is fascinating to me because uh it's such an academic term and it's a term in English. And I don't sure. like people who are speaking Spanish to each other. I don't, I do they, they wouldn't say that unless they're speaking in English about themselves to say, mm-hmm. you know, this is fascinating. I, to look, me. I don't think it has... even in Spanish though. I mean, you know, I think most people are used to saying soy Latino, soy Latina. Right. I've, I've yet to hear anybody say soy Latinx. Now I, this is going to be controversial. I don't know what's going to happen after I say this, but <laughs> now you gotta. So, Culturally, I think Latin America in general is not as progressive as the United States, let's say. Uh, well, I think that's I a mean, fair socially? that's a fair generalization. Socially Well fair, yeah. Like let's like Sabal Gigante, like the is you know, the longest running show. Right. And machismo, homophobia, yeah, all yeah, no, this no. stuff. See, that's see, not see. that's not controversial. That's no, true. I think that's, so, that's, a, that's a good general yeah. statement. Okay. Yeah. If we're, the three of us are on the same right. page. Well, you know what? That. Like something as simple, and, and these are things that you have to really stop and, and, and when you see it, dissect it. Like for example, here um, in Miami, there's a bunch of shows uh, that are um, oh like Channel 41, Mega TV, all those, which are local channels. They hadn't invented television yet when I was. Kind of millennial, are you? I love those radio dramas. And these these shows are catered predominantly to a Cuban. It's predominantly catered to Cubans, but. But to you know, Caribbean, if Caribbean folk, and these are variety shows, like legit variety shows. They have actors, they have singers, they have skits. But like school, Donnie but, and Marie. but they have their line of ten half naked women, mm-hmm. right? Right. And when I when you stop and dissect that, 
You're like, you would never see that on American television. No. On do you prime remember, time. Do you remember um, El Gordo Porcel? It rings the gym bell. Again, Bray gym bells in the air. Right. He, I mean, basically, he had like, they were called Las Gatitas la gatita. la gatita de Porcel. And it was literally like 10 women, and they were yeah. dressed like showgirls, like Vegas right. showgirls. Right. And they would just come out and do sexual and, innuendo. And, right. And, dance and they had the and, typical bimbo, like, right. kind of. And and when when wow. till this day when I watch that show at my parents' house because my grandmother loves it. <laughs> I mean, he's since died, but it's still reruns. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, he died like fifteen years ago. Okay. No, 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 no. But this is the shows that are oh, produced oh, now. Right. When when I watch it, I dissect it. I'm like, wow. Do you like realize what's going on here? Like these women are like being objectified. Like the Me Too movement does not right. <laughs> apply to like. There these. is no yo también. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. There's no hashtag yo también oh at all. But you even brought it up a couple a couple episodes ago when we were talking about Walter Mercado that like you would never have like Dateline, but you would never have Dateline be like, and now Jane Pauly throws to the astrologer. Right. You know, like right. you just would it's just not a thing that would happen. Right. Can you imagine on like a distinguished American, you know, <laughs> like you know, news like, magazine like Nightline, like Ted Koppel. It's like yeah. and now Now we yeah, have Walter know, Mercado yeah. with the whole daily horoscope. Walter? Yeah. It's, Thank it's you. No. <laughs> yeah, no. And then back to Barbara Walters. Exactly, yeah. Because <laughs> it's 2020. <laughs> so I thought that that was like really interesting because I feel that the, whatever you want to call it, Hispanic, Latin, Latinx community, I feel that as a community, it's not as, um, I don't know if the right word is tight as other cultures or other communities uh i feel that a lot of people are very much into like their own thing and in their own corner and mm. but you're not wrong i don't think you're wrong i think and and what happens a lot of times when you have cities like miami and i'm going to broaden the scope a bit miami is predominantly a hispanic city i think we all agree we, all agree we said that right when hispanics in miami talk about prejudice and things like that that happen in other cities the stance is almost like, well, that doesn't happen. No, you're right. It doesn't happen because when Officer Fernande pulls over Ana Garcia, mm. there's no prejudice there because they're both Hispanic. They're both Cuban. They're both whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you've got Officer you know, John Smith pulling over Conchita Garcia, yeah, it's a whole different ballgame. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, but we can't see outside of that scope. This is fascinating. Can I please steal this for a Get the Pika segment on my podcast? I am. We, this we, is we, fascinating. We'd be insulted otherwise. We'll give it to you on a silver platter. Yes. Ay, mi amor. Ay. No, but, but you know what, though? Actually, we said it. That's why we yeah. loved your podcast. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you guys, you know, obviously you guys uh, have your own different quirks and all that, but I thought that you guys were very much kind of an em, em, an embodiment of what we were trying to get out there. Definitely you know. bringing that Latino voice. Yeah, and, you and, know. And thank in, you for that. In syndication, you guys are about <laughs> to get. We'll let you know how our syndication deal we'll, goes. We'll, we'll let you know so, so you can get please. the right, right, so you can go the so, same path. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, we definitely want streaming and DVDs. You oh, know, we want and box DVDs. sets. Yes, we want okay. box sets. Yeah, you haven't, maybe you haven't I, noticed. Look, but, our DVDs are going to be a bitch like the Wonder Years. Oh yeah, we, we have a lot of we use a lot of music. We're starting our third season now and each season we have like a different logo, like a different background. Yeah. So you know each But DVD luckily can... this season we have our own theme song. Yes, we're we're on we're, we're creating we have our own theme song. Better let me tell you. No, we would have to change the key. So then yeah, we could be like, like vanilla ice when he's exactly stole, you know <laughs> under, pressure. under pressure. Have you ever seen that video of him like explaining the difference? Again. <laughs> 
so many times. Can I say this? So Tony was this blind spot is very big. Asleep from 1990 <laughs> to 1991. So do you know what the Madonna Blonde Ambition Tour is like? Girl, please come on. <laughs> well, I, you know what? You don't know what Melrose Place is. We you know what Melrose Place is. I live in Melrose Place. I don't need to watch it on television. <laughs> He's living it. Why would he I want to it? Listen, having seen Melrose Place, living it is enough. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah. All right. You that is true. The show. It was a lot that, that happened. That is true. That a is lot true. that happened. So it's about that time to break forth the rhythm and the rhyme. I know yes. he's not gonna. Oh Wait, what? I know that song. It's about that time to break forth the, the rhythm and the rhyme. rhyme. I got mine to get yours. yours. I want to see you sweat out your pores. No, no. Yes, it's the Music Factory. Yes. Sorry, it took me a minute. It took me well forty-five seconds. But we're kind of thirsty. We're kind of thirsty. Let's just get to it. Let's give our last Coke to it's Tony. last sodas. Last so- soda to Tony. We're going to give it to you. Aww. Our last soda. Because uh, you're awesome. Aww. And thank you for coming and, and chatting with us. And honestly, I, I know we've said this a couple times, but we really did enjoy hanging with you guys. We yeah. loved it. And, yeah. I, I loved it as well. <laughs> I, I think the biggest regret we have is that you guys aren't closer. Aww. So that we can't do more things like this. Because yeah. I think... There's there's a certain strength in numbers, and I think what you guys are doing out of the West Coast is is kind of what we're trying to do out of the East Coast. You are doing it, and well, thank, thank you, you. WB. Thank, thank you. <laughs> Come on, and and you know what? It would be great if we could do it together more often, you know, and 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 kind of combine our forces like we're Captain Planet. Or we're something. actually we're we're but, we may be going to LA this year again. Yeah. Um, we, we're, we're we're trying to figure that out. We're yeah. trying to figure that out with uh, a good friend of us of ours, Martha Darby, who's like in charge of. What is it? Cuban, Cuban Heritage, Cuban Heritage Day, Day for the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, like something like yeah. that. So you we had part me of until it. Dodgers. Yeah, but it's it's Cuban Heritage Day. L- Los Angeles Dodgers. No, oh, all right. Can you let me know? <laughs> oh yeah, no, for sure. Okay, okay. For starters, if we go out there, we're definitely reaching out to all of y'all. Please. Even if we don't do another show, we gotta go and like hang out and have drinks or something. We can hang out and have fun. Also, we could have microphones. Yeah, and, oh, I mean, we'll and, duh, yeah, like let's do it all. The world and, needs and content. I want to go. I, I want <laughs> Riza, Riza to take us to like what she said was like the really good. El cochinito. Really yes, good el cochinito. El cochinito. That was you guys were eating from there the other day, or no, you weren't there for that episode. I don't think. I wasn't there. It looks so damn good. Those platanitos. It's very good. Fire. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm plat- I want platanitos now. I do too. So, anyway. But you live in, you live in Miami. I, I, I love El Cochinito. I love you so much. You are a touchstone for me in LA, but you ain't Miami, baby. You're so good. You're so good. But you're telling me you want El Cochinito and you live in Miami. Well, you right here. That's how we felt about Portos. I'm going to let him explain it. Because he does, he put it better. Oh, this is so amazing. We, we we interviewed Betty from Portos. She was amazing. She's phenomenal. Amazing. And their story is their insane. story is the epitome the, story, of the American yeah. the dream. American dream, like, the immigrant like, story. Whenever I they mean, use the immigrant story, or American dream for some documentary, they, they should, should use, use the Portos. Yeah, absolutely. And their bakery. I said it uh, on here when we talked about it. I, I've been fortunate enough to travel a lot around the world, and I have never seen a bakery like that. Mm. Not in Europe, not in Australia, nowhere. I've never seen a bakery like that. And 
we ate several things from there. And, and they we, were all delicious. Were, everything was amazing. Yeah. But from us being like Cuban and coming from Miami, he put it best in terms of the names, especially of the... the I, can't, I still can't get over the names. I can't get over the fact that they call like... Un pastelito de Miami, que but, eso, but what un if they call my ancestors? What is they called? Un refugiado. <gasps> and it's like my ancestors oh my are God. turning over. I'm sorry. Are yeah. you serious? But, un pastelito de queso is a cheese is roll. It's a cheese roll. And, 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 and the guayaba is a strudel. And, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the coco is like a coconut turnover. And like, I, I just, I can't get... I can't refugiado. Get, I, can't, yeah. I love that you can't get past that one. Yeah. I can't get past can't. it. And They're it's delicious. Not they were, it's not They're that good. they were They were delicious, but I'm like... But they were almost the equivalent of Publix. Oh, wow. Which, as I mean, you're from Miami, so I mean, Publix I is good. I drove by two Publixes on my way here. Publi- <laughs> we do have a lot of Publixes here. And it made me like, oh. But Publixes are good, but when I think of like the bakery, like when I think of a bakery, <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? Like I think yes. of ahí en la ocho y la, y la dieciséis. Uh-huh. You know, like totally like, oye, se me acabaron las croquetas. You know, that that's what I think of. And I didn't get that, that taste. Again, mm-hmm. it's completely different. And to their credit, and we said this as well, at this point, they call themselves Porto's Bakery. They don't call themselves Porto's Cuban Bakery either. So to their mm-hmm. credit, they're not trying to sell themselves. I mean, clearly they know what they're doing. Right. <laughs> Listen, they've opened up six stores and each one is bigger than the last. Yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. and they're still here. How many years later, right? right they're delicious, but, like but it's it's not the same. Up, and a cheese roll up. A cheese, a cheese, yeah, a cheese, cheese roll, up. roll up. And they, and they trademarked it. Yeah, I'm like wow, but, but I thought because roll. because their whole concept potato, was of opening, you know, expanding their menu, which we totally get. To and just I understand not being a from a business, but I just thought, why, like, why didn't you just keep the name, like un pastelito, like right? Anybody who speaks Spanish is gonna say pastelito, you know, or yeah. I the cynic in me thinks, well, because they're marketing to LA, so they have to like no. And again, from a business perspective, it makes total sense, and it, it worked, it and worked. it works, and yeah, yeah, yeah clearly, clearly it is. obviously six huge bakeries. Yeah. Yeah. Things are like over a thousand feet. Yeah. By yeah. the way, I love Portos for the record. I want everything. Oh, no, no, no. oh we loved it too. We had a potato. Had three times. We ha- <laughs> no, no, no. no. When we go back to LA, we're going back. We're going yeah. back. Don't, we don't, no mistake. But you know what? Maybe it was our fault. We went with the idea of it was like a traditional Correct. Cuban bakery. Right. No. That, that's what we were going to see. So when we didn't see that, we're like, wait, a strudel? Right. <laughs> we're like, a potato roll. That's a papa rellena. That's a papa rellena. Like, I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> and everything. No, and what we also thought was hilarious was like the customer service was amazing. Yeah. And they're like, so oh, not me, Miami. Let me help you with your selection. Correct. You guys talk about this on, I, I swear to God, in my trips, I have... <laughs> My trip here, Miami, for this past week, I keep thinking of you every day because of what you said. On, uh, it was like the, the customer service here. It's true. It's true. But yeah, Portos is like the Disney theme park of vacation yeah. of Cuban yeah. bakeries. And, you know yes. what? and people go to Disney all the time and it does what it does well. Yeah. Correct. Amen. You know? It is so, what it is, yeah. So. yeah. They have, I love the El Refugiado. El Refugiado. Um, <laughs> Uh, roller coaster. It's in the dark. <laughs> for the Indoor record, roller coaster. For the record, if you ever go there, I found this out totally by accident. So I wanted a, a croqueta preparada. I asked for it. They didn't have a croqueta preparada, but they can make a medianoche preparada, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so damn good. So they can basically just take them because they have medianoche on the menu. They don't have croqueta preparada on the menu. But if you go there and you ask them for a croqueta preparada, they'll put the croquetas in the medianoche. 
Okay. So that's like finding the hidden bar in that's like that oh, thi- that, that's like that, Disneyland. That, uh, that's like that thing with uh, In and Out Burger. That secret the, menu. The secret menu or whatever, which isn't that secret anymore, but still. Right. Yeah. If I'm ever back on this show, which I will be, or you are ours, <laughs> can we talk about the differences between Disney World and Disneyland? Oh, wait. That's, how a whole, that's a whole show. Oh, my God. You just like, wait, wait. How many? How you many buried the lead. I mean, we have to do this another episode. You buried the lead. This entire episode. <laughs> you, that's, that's an episode unto itself. Wow. Okay, really quick. Which would you like more? Get the fuck out of here. I don't know. There's Get the who, fuck out of here. Come on. There, okay. There, there are people who like Disneyland more because it's the original. Sure, because it's clean. It's, oh, well, Disneyland was the first one. Listen, the first time I went to Disneyland, I swear to God, no shade. Absolutely serious. I was like, isn't there a castle? That's, I swear to God. It looks God. like a cake topper. Okay, that's <laughs> almost what I said. I walk in. I am Main Street. And I'm like. It's a pink little house. <laughs> like, it's three stories tall. Like, Not compared even. to like the majestic gothic, the you building know. we're in now is taller than the, that castle. Yes, the Publix I just drove by is taller. <laughs> but you have the Matterhorn. That's true. We, that's mine now. Yes, as an angel. Yes, right. As a SAG voter, I am part You have the Matterhorn. Oh, and you have the Indiana Jones experience. I just wrote it for the first time. Yeah. That's fun. It took me three times going to Disneyland. Really? It was always broken. Oh, coño. It's okay. And you have the California Adventure. We don't have the... We don't have the... The California Adventure is a hodgepodge of all three parks that we have. That's right. Yeah. You have that... Enormous property in Orlando. My God, I miss it. I'm gonna go. I might go to Orlando. Next time you come, we should plan a trip to Disney. Can we? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, get a like, WB like, no joke. <laughs> Disney Plus. We'll be on Disney Plus by then. <gasps> oh yes, please, please, please. Oh my God, yes. No joke. We'll go. Okay, let's go. This is three hours Disney away. Have ties at Disney? Not anymore. Oh, damn not it. anymore. Yeah. My boyfriend used to work for Disney yeah. once upon a time. Um. And he's no longer. He no longer has any ties there. So I'm sure yeah, we uh, know somebody who knows somebody who knows Ashley. I'm Tisdale. sure we. <laughs> well, Jose, <same, laughs> well, okay, but like no, or no, like, like no currently, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Or I'm, I'm not even shooting for Zach Afron or Corden Blue. I would love to be Corden Blue. Yeah. Wait, Corbin Blue. Corbin Blue. Corbin Blue's a chicken. Oh, that was like who? <laughs> a food uh, drag queen? Uh, uh, yeah. Sandwich uh, meat art. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but in. In the Magic Kingdom, the first time I went on Alien Encounter in 1996, I really did think I was going to be eaten by the alien right there at Disney World. Oh, you went before Grad Night? Yeah. Grad Night was the first time oh, I ever been. Oh, Grad Night is so fun. Yeah. Holy. They don't do it anymore. Really? They at do Disney. it at Universal. Yeah. Interesting. So I was bused to sixth grade at FC Martin, <laughs> and I also went to Grad Night, apparently the last time. <laughs> Both of those things ever happened. <laughs> you, you and buses, you put it into them. Yeah, I'm buses. That's right. You're like the Rosa Parks of Wait, No, I'm schools? not going to claim that what, one. you going to graduate? Like 96. <laughs> well, this was fun. <laughs> Well, well, we graduated in '97, so oh, about, you're around okay. around our, our we're year. We're Gen X annuals. Yes. 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 yes so. I learned that this month. Okay, so oh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a bonus episode where we talk in depth. Yeah, you know what? And we'll take parks. all we'll take all this pila de traste and we'll record in the park. Yes. 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 And, and we could even talk about the different hotels. Yes. <laughs> <gasps> I've never stayed in one. You guys Actually, just you went. know what? Just recently, uh, it's the first time I stayed uh, on property. Ooh. They were always they were always sold out whenever I wanted to go. Okay, well, everybody, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And we—he's <laughs> we, disappointed in us we, now. 
<laughs> we want to thank you again for yes, co-hosting with thank us. Thank you so much. Um, oh. It was really awesome. I when as I he said when I knew you were coming to Miami, I'm like, oh my god, we got to get him on the show so he could we could hang out with him and yes. and co-host. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But let me tell you, this was such a delight. You guys are such. But a- let me tell you, we loved having you here. <laughs> I know, I know. When you come into town, like I remember from See, when I used to family. Yeah. yeah, it's like one thing after another after another. So thank you for squeezing time um, to Aww. spend with us. So um, again, yeah. we hope you lift in last. Li- blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And he wasn't even the one of the ones drinking. We hope you listened, laughed, and learned. So remember to grab your croqueta, your pastelito, and your jupiña. And that was episode 55. Or 95. Or 95. 95. (laughs) Wow, it's been a long day. We're like in the middle of almost planning a 100-episode party, and you're saying 55. 55, wow. 55. Anyway, everybody, thank you so much. All right, caballero. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismael Llano, produced by Ismael Llano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomblaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head-on.